Two moms, two marketers, two women new to the financial industry. They have a lot of questions. That's why they're bringing in financial experts to educate all of us here on A Penny or Two for Your Thoughts. Hey everyone, it's Chantel and Liz with Centris Federal Credit Union. And here we are, another episode of A Penny or Two for Your Thoughts. That is a really funny podcast. I see why you're giggling. I don't know. I don't know why this is so hard anymore for me. Like these intros are so hard. Like it's because we know who we are. I know. And that you probably feel ridiculous saying who you are. Yeah, I do. Yep. It's okay. And we're on this couch again. I know. For those who don't see us, um, we are dressed exactly like we did not plan this. Nope. And it's ridiculous. But we never happens. do. It happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. And then people make fun of us as we're walking around the office together. And it's like, well, we didn't. <laughs> not like we wrote on a whiteboard mondays are orange pants days tuesdays are black pants days we should though we should and then we could write our producer's new tagline oh yes i love lasagna and i hate mondays i'm garfield i'm garfield (laughs) that was the best cartoon oh i loved watching that on saturdays so good mother's day recently just yeah happened how was that oh you know this is a good day. <laughs> you know, every mom wants to wake up and have her day kind of planned out, like what she wants to do. Right. And then her child throws up all over herself oh. and the couch and good puts times. a total wrench in the morning. Do you feel like there's so much added pressure on Mother's Day? Yeah. Like it's every day is Mother's Day. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're moms every day. It doesn't just like, we don't get a vacation from it on Mother's Day. I know. Like still a mom. I feel like there's this added pressure on your family or whoever and to do all the things. Like, let's just, let's right. just be, okay? Right. We got this. That's, that's okay. Like, everybody's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, it's Sunday, so we're going to meal prep and do some laundry. And if there's time, I'd love to go to the farmer's market, which is yeah. where it didn't happen. Yeah. And maybe we go pick up some flowers and maybe plant some things. That was like the gist of what I wanted yeah. to do. Like, and then Chris was like, well, do you want like a special meal or something? Like, <laughs> you want me to make you like a a lunch or a dinner? And I'm like, I, no, I just. No, we just need to I, eat. All right. Let's eat. just eat. And then <laughs> be done. let's just eat. Like we yeah. have food. We spent a lot of money at the grocery store. Let's yeah. just eat what we got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. spending money. Oh. Put it on the credit card. What? <laughs> I'm going to just pass it right now. Yeah, that was you. a nice swift <laughs> tee up to our episode today on credit. Um, and our guest today, she's been with Centris for over seven years, and she actually grew up with the credit union. I can believe that. She's, hold, she's held various roles from starting as a teller to her position today as the digital sales manager, and she's killing it doing that. She, um, when she was at that in San Antonio with us and they made the announcement of all the things she's accomplished in the last year. Wow. Yeah. Very impressive. Um, so she's leading a great team and she's really passionate about building up her team and really creating a seamless digital experience and helping serve our members. Like Chantel and I, she's a mom and enjoys spending time with her two daughters. So I can't wait to hear how her mother's day went. She likes to keep up with all of their activities. So please welcome to our podcast, Sam Goble. Hi. Hi, Sam. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being here. Happy belated Mother's Day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It was fun filled. Yes. I had a sick kiddo as well. Yep. So yeah. Threw a wrench in the plans, but yeah. Yeah. We made it we made it what 
but we had to. Right. So, right. You just yep. do it. It is right? what it is. Yeah. yeah. Just another day as a mom. Mm-hmm. Just figure it out. Yep. Problem solving all day long. One right. day at a time. <laughs> we, we roll with the punches. Yeah. So we have thrown you into this podcast because we know you're just a subject matter expert in all things, but we know we have heard all the things that you know about <laughs> building credit. And that's what we're really trying to talk to our listeners about. And, uh, you know, what does that look like? You know, how do you, how do you even start? You know, you have to start someplace. You don't right. have credit. You, you know, you need to, you may get into a situation where it's, you know, you're in a place where I need to fix my credit. You know, how do I get from point A to point B? So that's really what we want to talk to you about today and just understand what that, that all looks like. So, and it's actually a really great time to be talking about it because you've got kids graduating, you know, maybe, you know, graduates from college that don't necessarily have that credit. So trying to figure out how to build that and how to get it and yeah, where to start. So this is going to be a great, great podcast. So, you know, all of our moms, dads, aunts, uncles, grandmas, grandpas that are listening to this podcast, which is you know, we're pretty much just Chantel's in my family. Um, <laughs> talk to those graduates and talk to those younger generations about credit and have them listen to this yeah. podcast because I think Absolutely. a lot of great information is going to come from it. So let's start from the very beginning for those who may not, you know, know a lot about or just starting out with uh, their financial journey. What is credit? Yeah. So credit allows you to borrow funds up front and then you pay back that money over a span of time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people use credit to purchase a home, purchase an auto, um, go on vacation, um, or even consolidate debts, things like that. I know we talk about consolidating debt a lot in in marketing, you know, trying to help people through that. And I remember um, when we were starting out, my husband had some troubles with credit card. You know, it happened and he said, okay, I'm going to consolidate everything. And You know, just being able to have that opportunity to do that um, was really helpful for his financial path and ours down the road as well. But it's something that you, some people don't even realize you can do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So then when we think about credit and credit scores, what is a credit score and why is it so important and how does it really have an impact on our lives? So a credit score is just a scoring model, um, and it's going to suggest how likely a person is to repay um, those borrowed funds. So, and it's it's so important because there's so many aspects in an adult's life that you wouldn't even realize it's going to impact. So, like your car insurance rates, your home insurance rates, um, determining your interest rates. Um, sometimes even employment too. So there's just a lot of factors um, that it can play a part in. Yeah, absolutely. We know that there's there's ways to calculate this. There's certain ways to get to that score. It goes yeah. up, fluctuates up and down, mm-hmm. adjusts monthly. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So how is it calculated over over time? So there's five main factors that play into your credit score calculation. Um, the biggest one biggest factor being your payment history that makes up about 35% of your credit score. So are you making your payments on time? Um, Then the second one is going to be about 30% of the calculation, which is how much do you owe? So if you have a credit card limit of 20,000, are you maxing that out monthly or are you being responsible with that limit? Um, Things like that. Uh, The third one is going to be your length of credit um, history. So how long it's been established. That's going to be 15% um, of the score. 
Um, and then you have your inquiries and your um, new credit accounts. So are you shopping around for your credit um, frequently? Are you taking out lots of new um, debts in a small amount of time? So that makes up 10%. And then the last one is going to be your, your type of credit. So do you have a nice variation um, in your portfolio? Do you have credit cards, you know, mortgage vehicles, mm -hmm. things like that? So. I always thought that was really interesting too. Like you get how it dings you if you mm -hmm. actually, somebody's pulling your credits mm -hmm. or credit right. report. And that was something very interesting. I think we had a conversation about it. Just like if you're looking for a new home, you don't want to be going out and getting yes. all of those types yeah. of dings because that's going to impact your score, which could then impact, you know, getting a mortgage. Yeah. I just didn't even think about that. That's just, that's such helpful information for somebody that's just yeah. going into this and not knowing. Yeah. I didn't know that when I was going through I didn't my, either. my first home. And I remember we were in a, a class together and there's a hard, hard pull and a soft pull, right? Mm -hmm. What are the differences between those? So the biggest difference between a hard inquiry and a soft inquiry is the hard inquiry is going to impact your credit score. Um, and that can impact it anywhere from one to five points each poll. Your soft inquiry, though, it doesn't impact the credit score um, at all. And the nice thing to know about inquiries is that they are a lower factor um, that impacts your credit score um, and they do lessen with time. Um, but everything in moderation, you know, five points adds up really fast right. per inquiry. So, you know, you just want to make sure that you're you're really sure about moving forward before right. having a hard pull. Absolutely. Yeah. So how how can you find out your credit score? And then what is a what's a credit report? What does that show? So Finding your credit score um, is actually a little bit easier than what somebody would think. Um, so there's three different credit report reporting agencies, your Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Um, a really popular way recently is if you have a credit card, um, most of your credit card companies will offer you a monthly update on your credit score. Um, you can utilize a credit monitoring service. Um, credit Karma is free. A lot of people use that. Um, and then you can also purchase your score too through those um, credit reporting agencies um, as well. So the biggest thing though to remember with your credit score is that everywhere that you look, you're probably going to see a little bit of a difference between one score to the next. Um, and really that's just because every lender has something that means something different to them or is important to them when they're making those decisions on who we should lend to. Um, so for example, an auto dealership is going to pull a score model that is more geared and based off of your auto loan history versus other types of credit. Those certainly play a factor, just not as big of a factor as your auto loan would. So, um, so that's just something to kind of keep in mind when you see those. That's usually a huge um, question that we have. Um, and then your credit report is just really all of those factors that we just talked about. So your credit payment history, um, your opened accounts, your utilization on your credit cards, um, things like that. Um, so it's just a deeper dive in what calculates that, that score um, and things like that. And your credit report is actually a lot easier to get, um, in my opinion, than your credit score because... Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion are obligated to give you one free report um, every year so that you can get directly from their website. So, yeah, if you didn't want to 
go down the path of credit karma yeah. or anything like that, right. get one right on their website Very once a year. Good. Very good. Very good. One of those things to remember when you are thinking about getting that report is looking for any discrepancies in that report, right? Because yeah. if, even if you've experienced fraud in your like financial yeah. space, uh, so that's a big thing to, to make sure our listeners know about, right? What yeah. do they have to do if they do see a discrepancy on their report or something that just stands out to them that looks a little odd? Yeah. So when they're monitoring their credit report um, and they see something that's off or maybe it's not theirs, it's potential fraud. The first thing that they should really be doing is filing a dispute with the credit bureau agency that they're seeing it on. Um, So starting that process and being proactive rather than reactive, a lot of people are finding out about you know, collection items or maybe a missed payment um, when they're looking for credit um, instead of monitoring it ahead of time and, and dealing with it before they are in need of a loan or, or what have you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's very important to monitor on a consistent basis yeah. Um, because, yeah, those things happen all the time mm-hmm. we see. So, yeah, getting so, ahead of it is yep. it's good. So as we're looking at our credit score and kind of looking at that report, what are some ways or even things that we can do that may positively impact our credit score? Um, And then obviously the opposite of that would be like what would would be a negative, right? So what are those things that we can do to have a positive impact on it? Yeah. So what you can do to positively impact is going to be, you know, making your on-time payment histories, um, excuse me, making your payment on time. Jeez. Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, we can start over. Yep. It's okay. It is a okay. 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 So when we're looking at our credit score and we're looking at that report and it maybe our credit score isn't where we necessarily want it to be, what are some things that we can do to positively impact that or make it change to where we're getting that higher credit score? Sure. So to positively impact your credit score, you're going to want to look at making your payments on time, um, making sure that your credit card um, isn't maxed out. So utilizing it appropriately. Um, Generally, we say about 30 to 50% of your limit um, being your balance or less. I mean, less is more. Um, And then really trying to make sure that you're not applying or opening up new accounts unless it's necessary, Um, not just opening up a card to have it um, type thing, unless you're truly looking to build your credit. Right. So when you're shopping and they say, you can get 20% off your purchase today if you open a credit card, it's like, yes, that's that's my question. Exactly. Don't you feel like you get that everywhere you go? And I'm always like, no, no. I mean, is, should you be saying yes? Should you be saying no to those? What is I think it just depends on what your goal is. I mean, if you're really looking to build credit um, or you're just starting off, things like that, they can be a really, really great tool. Um, It's just to keep in mind that, you know, less is more sometimes. So opening maybe one or two and then just really monitoring it, managing it appropriately um, within maybe a 12 to 24 month timeframe before maybe acquiring any other debts. Um, is really going to be key with those store cards. And another thing to remember too is you're not going to walk into Ulta and get a $20,000 limit. They're going to be smaller limits. So $300 is pretty normal. Um, So just making sure that you really have to watch the balance that you put on there because anything too high is going to have a negative impact and you're going to be kind of doing the opposite of what you're trying to achieve as well. So yeah, they can be 
great tools in building your credit for sure. You get a lot of these cards and you're not using them. Mm-hmm. Should you just let them sit there? Should you close them out? What's the best rule of thumb for that? So there is, depending on who you ask, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion, if I have a card that I'm not using all the time, I try and just put something small on it, mm-hmm. right? So a candy bar or what have you, just to keep your credit history building and getting that payment history built um, is going to help. But it's also, you know, it's going to keep it open because there sure. are some credit card companies that'll close out your card if it's yeah. inactive yeah, for so right. long yeah. um, and which is going to hurt your credit yeah. um, time frame. So um, I would say personally how I utilize my credit cards is just putting something small on it. And then once you get your, yep. your bill in the mail, you just pay it off. Yeah. And so it keeps, keeps helping you. Very right. good. Right. Mm-hmm. Little tips and tricks. I know I, that's kind of what I started mm-hmm. doing too is yeah, you go to the gas station and just swipe the card, mm-hmm. pay it off when I get the bill mm-hmm. and just keep doing that every month just to keep that credit card. Cause it's one of my longest ones and yeah, it's got the best history on it. So mm-hmm. yeah, yep. absolutely. So if you're just starting out and you don't have any credit, mm-hmm. where do you, where do you start? Um, that's a great question. Uh, there, most credit card companies and financials offer some sort of credit building product. Um, and generally those products are going to be like your secured options. So something that's backed by your own funds. Um, you're also going to see a little bit lower of an interest rate on those too, because there's just less rec- risk with a secured um, option. So um, for instance, Centris offers two different secured products, uh, a credit card and an installment. So, I mean, you can sit down with a service rep um, at any location or over the phone and they can kind of talk you through what's your goals and then let's figure out which of these products is going to best fit this goal and then taking it a step further of okay now you have this secured loan or credit card let's kind of help you create a plan as to how you make this work for you instead of against you um so managing it appropriately so that would be a great first step gosh that's awesome i wish i would have known about that when i was a teenager i know right i'm trying to think of like i think my mom made me like co on one of her credit cards uh-huh. just to help me. Yeah. And told me, literally told me, just go buy gas. Yep. And then we'll pay it off. Mm-hmm. Just go keep buying gas. And I would pay it off yeah. every month for her. That's what we're doing right now with our 20 year old. And he thinks his credit score is amazing. I go, it's, it's my credit score. Like this isn't you, <laughs> like you're using the card, but this isn't your name. I'm so sorry. But it is, it's something that he has to start to realize because he's going to have to buy another car sometime. He's going to have to get a house and all the things. And, um, or he's going to want his own credit card at some absolutely. point. Absolutely. Yeah. To be able to do that, to build it. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, if your credit score maybe isn't where you want it to be, or you've had some situations that have come up, it's not the end, right? You can get out of this and you can, you know, find your way to a better credit score. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's always a way to kind of build up your credit, regardless of how deep you feel like you are, um, you know, just take it step at a time. And as long as you have patience and know that it's, you know, Mm it's going to, going to be a minute can't be fixed in yes. a month um but yeah there's always a way back for sure and people are here to help you i think a lot of people think i i can't ask for help it's embarrassing or i i did things on my own that i shouldn't have or whatever that looks like that's really what 
our jobs are in, yeah. in a financial institution is to, yeah. to get you to a, a great point that you are back on your on your feet again and have a, a good, solid future. So I know just like even talking to some of our service reps and people off your team, that's what you guys love to do. You love to yeah. help them put that plan together. Yeah. And help them figure that out so that they, they can have that long term success. Yeah, it's really rewarding. And honestly, we've seen it all. So um, and a lot of us have even probably lived through it. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we I've never seen a service rep at Centrus be judgmental about a situation that a member has because we really have seen it all. And it is it is so fulfilling to be able to yeah. help a person step by step over months or years time. And it's just it's it's a great feeling. And I yeah, I, I think everybody really enjoys doing that who right. hold a service rep role. Yeah. So right. yeah. like, said it and you said it perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like we've all been there. Mm-hmm. We've had those, like we mm-hmm. had to build up our own credit. We've had to yep. go through the ups and downs of it and figure it out. And off of those experiences, we can share that with our members and help them and help them get to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Okay, Sam, we've come to one of our favorite parts of the episode and that's a penny or two for your thoughts. And what we like to do is we like to ask our guests something that they want our listeners to take away from the episode, something that you find just so important that you want them to remember. Um, And what would you say is a penny or two for your thoughts today? Yeah. So I would say not being intimidated by credit um, and losing hope that you're way far gone. Um, Just building and maintaining your credit. Um, It's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, So if you are okay with asking for help, setting those realistic expectations, creating that plan um, and sticking to it, you're going to be just fine. Um, And there's people along the way to help. That's great. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you for having me. Awesome having you and learned a lot about credit and how to build it, how to maintain it, how to improve it. Um, So thank you so much for taking the time and joining us today and for all that you're doing for our members. We really appreciate you. And for our listeners out there, if you have any financial topics you want to learn more about, you can email us at a penny for your thoughts at centristfcu.org and we'll track down the right expert to come onto the show. And if you don't want to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and help other listeners find us by rating, reviewing, and sharing the latest episode. And be sure to follow Centris on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, or check out our website at centrisfcu.org, where we have a great blog full of great information. And if you want to chat with one of our amazing experts like Sam, just give us a call at 402-334-7000. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and thanks as always for listening. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. A Media Production.